Hello everyone and welcome back to the Zona Mr. Podcast. On this week's edition of the podcast, the lads will be talking about the Champions League group stages and they will also be answering your questions that you asked them on Twitter and on Discord. We hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Zona Mr. Podcast. Back again. Um, we've got Kyle X with me today. How are you doing, dude? I'm good. You? Not too bad. Haven't seen you on the pod for a little while. Back again. I've been a bit absent. You know, I've had <laughs> I, I, working in a school. I've had six weeks to do nothing, so I had to find stuff to do, and it hasn't really involved <laughs> streaming. I, I did my first stream today for the first time in like three weeks. So mm. yeah, it's been busy, busy. I went down south for a week and then see the family, and then I come back, and it's just a lot of catching up. So it's good to be back, though. Yeah, and uh, on the other hand, you kind of swapped with Moza. Moza's going to be away for a little while. Um, he's got some stuff going on. Uh, he's also doing his coaching badges, so he's he's going to be studying for that, I bet. Um, and then he's got some other stuff um, that he's got to take care of. So he'll probably be back after, after I don't know, maybe a month or two. We'll see how it goes anyway. We'll see how um, he handles things. But we've got some questions. Well, we asked for questions um, at the end. Of yes, or, or last week's pod, we had uh, we asked for some questions on Twitter. So I'm going to kick us off with the first one that we got from Mr. Cookie FM. Um, he's saying, "What are your favorite features on FM18? What uh, what response would you give him there, Kylex? What are your favorite features?" Um, probably, um, I'd probably go with uh, the goalkeeper errors. Um, <laughs> the oh, favorite features? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. It's it's not. It's like, that's a tough question, really, because they're not new anymore, are they? They're like they're normal features now. They're not like yeah. But let's oh, say this is like, a surprise. But so, let's say anything that was like added or improved in the game, like out of all out of those categories, what's your favorite? I I, I like, this is going to be a little bit controversial, I think, because I really mm-hmm. do like the fact that you've got the team dynamics in there now. Um, yeah, so. I know a lot of people are like, oh, for God's sake, the team dynamics are screwing it over. And it does really screw you over at times. Because once you lose that dressing room, it is 10 times harder than it's ever been to, to regain that. Do you know what I mean? So it does add that realism to it. So I'd probably go with the dynamics being my favourite um, thing, um, as, as annoying as it can be at times. Yeah, I'd have to say the dynamics as well because uh, like they are always there, but not really that present as they are now. Because you can clearly see who's who's like you know the the leader in the dressing room and things like that. And it's just like real life, if you lose the dressing room, you're literally gone. Yeah, uh, like it, it, once it, you lose that dressing room, your, your job's done. Like I've I've witnessed that. Um, I've experienced that as well. My first ever save on FM. Yeah, I think it, I mentioned it in the podcast previously. I saw the team leader, um, person that was a team leader in the team. I saw him, he was old, he wasn't a good player. I saw him and then I lost the dressing room. They all got pissed. They started losing games and then I got fired like three months into the job. So you could just see how much it affects um, the game and how you know your save could go. Yeah, and I, I think I, th- I do think they need to work on it because like you said, it is, it is maybe too far left. Like... Like you said, you know, if you've sold a player for a good enough reason, like either he's unsettling the team, or um, mm. you know, because obviously you, the the John Terry thing, you know, like you know, if he's not happy with it, and then he starts going on the dressing room, oh, you know, you, you've got to get rid of him because otherwise it's going to unsettle the dressing room, and then you think you've solved the problem, but really you've made it worse because he was an influential player, and it just it, it maybe if if it's gonna 
if it's going to make things that bad either way, that's obviously something that's obviously that needs working on. Do you know what I mean? So if if you don't sell them, he's he's in there nibbling in everyone's ear saying, you know, um, why are you why are you supporting him? He's he, I don't like that team talk he did four weeks ago against Swansea. Um, <laughs> you know, so so you've lost him already, and it's like, well, okay, so what can you do? Like, there's not there's not really any way to win him back round, is there? And I feel like that leaves you with one option only, and that's to get rid of him. You know, and if you get rid of him, even though he's 30, 34 and he's not good anymore, he's still got that much influence in the dressing room that it then still looks bad on you. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like if there's going to be that element to it, then maybe there should be a bit more to it that, you know, that maybe you can have a private talk with them. I know you can do that, but it's so limited. Um, and it doesn't always let you do the private talks, does it? It's only like if it's required or whatever. So yeah. I think, you know, maybe that if, if there's a, a bit more sort of um, detail in it, if you like. That would be better, yeah. So, like, you're saying that if, if they put more detail in it, then that would help kind of balance it out? Yeah, I'm just sort of saying if it if it goes, if it goes, like, obviously, like you said, you know, sometimes you have to get rid of a player, whether it's yeah, because they're to too old yeah. or whatever. So, but that, if, if that initial um, influence they've got is still high, even though, you know, they, they, they don't, and and it's it's like it's like a player come to you for example and they'll go right um I don't know you're Everton and then your most influential player um for instance Wayne Rooney you know yeah, yeah. someone someone big comes in for him and and they and 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 he's really influential so if you sell them to a bigger club then all your players go well why are you selling him mm-hmm. and it's like well because he wanted to go to a bigger club, you know, but then if you don't sell him, he sits there and sulks and causes unrest in the dressing room anyway. So it's like, either way, you're pretty much screwed. The only yeah, way you can no cut, get you out, do. yeah, the only way you can sort of get out of it is if you, if you literally go on a, a wonder run of maybe 15 games and you get into a position where he can get that level of football at your club and all that, which is probably going to be unlikely at certain clubs, do you know what I mean? So and that means that unless you're playing with clubs that are really top six, you're not really going to win that battle and you're going to lose out either way. Okay, so we'll move on to the second question. Um, Jim GFM, or that's I'd say that's how you pronounce it. Um, he asks on Twitter, there have been hints of training revamp on FM19. Like if you've read the description on Steam, there has been some hints that there's going to be new training or whatever. Um, and he's saying, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think a training revamp is needed? That's kind of like the first question, and then there's multiple questions, but he's also asking, if so, what is needed? So do you think um, a training revamp is needed, and if so, what is needed? Um, I like the idea. I can't, I can't imagine what it's going to be, um, but I do like the idea that there's going to be something added into the training because I do think it's it's very 
basic at the minute. It's literally just clicking a couple of buttons and, and half the time I don't think it actually makes any difference. Um, yeah. I think I've said in a previous pod about training that I never really used to use it and I've only really gone into it, delved into it really since I've been you know, YouTubing and uh, streaming. And I feel like um, it didn't make much difference to me before when I wasn't using it, but now I am using it. I feel like I don't know how they're going to upgrade it, but I am interested to see how and what they do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I think uh, it was Loki Doki said on his video about it, about maybe um, doing the, I think it was Loki Doki did, you know, like on FIFA where mm-hmm. the loading screens between like games and you have to do that, like little drills. Yeah. You can do those. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not saying that's what should happen, but you know maybe something similar to that would would sort of add a little bit of emphasis on the training because I think a lot of people with the training just sort of click a few buttons and just leave it for the season. Yeah, that's really all it is, to be honest. Exactly. So I think maybe if they incorporated, like actually playing into it as you know as part of the game, it might be a bit better, but. I don't I don't really know how they're going to what they're going to do but I am very intrigued and interested to see what they're going to do. And I do I do think it's needed because like I said like most people just tap a few buttons and leave it. So obviously it's a part of the game that probably should be um emphasized in order to get people to use it more often. Yeah, like it, it should really, it should really be better because like it is one of the most important parts of football, like training. Player doesn't train, he won't get better. Clearly, so yeah. uh, he also mentions at the end um, that that he'd like to see, like that you can run and design drills or set pieces, and that you could use like you as the coach, like your coach profile and whatever, to train with them. Yeah, like, rather, rather I think, than just like if I was supposed to say, if I was supposed to say anything that I would. I would like to um, uh, maybe revamp. I would probably say the designing of drills, where maybe you get like a pitch or whatever graphic, and then you can move like dots around and assign players to those dots, and like that's where they would position themselves in that area from maybe a throw in a corner, a free kick. Yeah, I mean, I mean in, in a way, you can way. do that. You do that anyway, don't you? With you know, you, if you if you go to um, yeah, but like, I mean, it's very limited because it's it's like if you can't really pull up, put the players wherever you want on the pitch, it's just limited to a certain space, and that's it. You yeah, can't place pinpoint you know, you know, where you want. You them. know, when you go on to um, setting up your corners and your yeah. um, free kicks and all that in tactics, I think when you say like you go into your training, you say um, I want to focus on um, set pieces. I guess what it does is the set pieces that you've done on there are what it will practice on. But I know what you're saying. Like, for instance, positioning, like it's just a word that you're saying, yeah, I want to train positioning. What, what are you, what is that? What, like, it's not, it's not showing you what positioning or how the positioning's working. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't give you any sort of information on how they're doing really at that training just like yeah it's working no it didn't work um so i feel like there should probably be a bit more interaction 
if you like, rather than just going, yeah, I'll do week one, I'll do um, defensive, week two, I'll do defensive positioning, week three, I'll do team morale. Like like team morale, for instance. What what are you what 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 is the team morale? What are you, what are you doing? Like, can you maybe you could choose what you're doing as team morale? Because obviously each each player in in Football Manager has personalities. Yeah. So you know you might have um, a young team, um, all twenty one year olds. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to enjoy going play bowls. Do you know what I mean? Or fishing, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you might have you might have a a, a, a mid-table Vanarama team who are for all the average age is like thirty-two. You're not going to want them going laser tag, are you? So not clubs, yeah. Yeah, so I think maybe maybe n- not just clicking on our work. Let's work on team morale. Maybe say what it is you want to do in team morale. Do you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. then that gives it gives it gives another option of doing things wrong but it also is another option of doing things right do you know what I mean and knowing your team and knowing what they like would probably help like team morale would go up more if they did something they all enjoyed rather Mm -hmm. than if they did something they didn't really enjoy Um, Mm -hmm. I know now I'm sort of saying it I'm thinking like hang on that just sounds like it's (laughs) a bit too much real life but (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't really like I said. I, I have no idea how how they can improve it. Um, obviously, they will know what they're doing, and I just hope it's something good. He also says he would like to use the me to train them slash refine. So I'm pretty sure he means he would like to use like, the manager that you create in the game because you know you've you've got to to like to train them because you know you've got all the attributes that you can have like attacking, defending, technical, or working with youngsters, right? Like yeah. something like that technical. Like ability, if you put that to twenty, like maybe the best way to use it would be on the training ground. So you would work with players that are maybe playmakers or wingers that need that technical ability. And if that like is twenty, that you can train them, yeah, and use that technical ability to train that player in that field and not just leave it to a, just some random coach. So I think yeah. that would pr- pr- be pretty pretty cool because the only thing that you can really use those stats for, like of your manager the attacking and etc is really just for how well your tactic works and really how well your players play in a certain style because if, if you're if, if you're good at attacking then you're most likely going to if you play an attacking style it's more likely to work out because your manager knows how to play an attacking style so i think if you could use these attributes to train the player and refine the player that would be pretty cool so i'm pretty much basically what what jim said here just to to run and design drills set pieces and use the the manager to train and refine the players that's pretty much it i think um on on that question so we're moving away from twitter now for for the questions and uh we're going to the discord we've got two questions in the discord we've got one from fm samo what made you all decide to create content around fm do you want to kick us off again with uh your answer to that there car yeah um <coughs> sorry to be fair <laughs> there's there's a few things like firstly um i've i've watched a lot of content creators for years now and um i've played football manager for even more years and i'm just sort of sat at home on my laptop you know on 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 my uh, sofa playing it on my own and it's 
I still love it, but it's just a little bit like it's always better to play with people, isn't it? Like and get feedback and you know, and I feel I feel like especially when you're on Twitch and streaming, you know, you're playing it with other people. So you're not just sort of like isolated on your own in your living room playing it. Um yeah. with every now and then your missus just going, get up and do this while you know <laughs> And I'm like, I've just got to play this game. And she's like, is it over yet? And it's like, no, I'm just making this change or whatever. But um, yeah, so there's that. And then I think obviously watching people um, as well, because I've got to uh, say Loki Doki um, was the first guy. I pro- Well, Loki Doki and Illusio were the first two guys who um, I really started watching Football Manager wise. And um, they just... Although I thought about doing it, but never really had the confidence to. And then the way they just put themselves out there, it just sort of made it look, I don't know how to put like possible. Mm-hmm. Like, like it isn't that hard to do. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously like Loki did his um, tutorial videos and things like that. And um, Lelujo also does all his stuff as well. Um, which And it's all like... Uh, you know, and everything's all about the community, the help, the helpful community of Football Manager. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it just after a few months of watching that, watching Loki, um, it just seemed more possible. So, and I was like, so why should I, why should I sit on my own? You know, playing on the computer when I can actually have a whole community around me playing it. Do you know what I mean? With me. Um, so yeah. I, I think that's probably it. Like, obviously, the, the people I've watched being in, an inspiration, and um, you know, the, the whole community side of it would be the the main kickers for me. I think. Yeah. Um. Like, when 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 I started, like before that, I um used to do videos of it. Um, but then I decided kind of, I didn't really like the fact that I would have to wait maybe a few hours or a day or a month before somebody commented on the video or even seen it. While it's, if I if I stream, I get that instant feedback from people. So if I need help, I, if I know, let's say, if you're just starting out, you might have two people watching, right? Yeah. If you have like two people watching and you can always ask a question, if you know that they're going to tell you how to do whatever you can always say maybe or you don't know what this is going to do or what that's going to do um you can ask that straight away and you're most likely going to get some sort of answer from the chat yeah so the community right there live yeah 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 and then if you if you kind of video if you ask that in a video how long do you have to wait a few hours or maybe even a few days before you get an answer to that or you might never get an answer if nobody sees or decides to comment so just I think the interaction is is definitely much higher on on Twitch and just streaming. That's why I decided to go and start streaming. Just yeah. as you said as well, the community aspect. That's pretty much it. But I think I think as well, like um, I started doing YouTube um, in January last year, and I think that was down to Lelujo and and Loki, like I said. And I feel I feel like after a little while, I discovered what Twitch was. And that's when sort of what exactly what you've just said, I sort of moved more over to Twitch. Um, And then I enjoyed doing Twitch and I enjoyed doing um, YouTube. But the thing is, is I felt like I didn't know enough about editing and stuff to do YouTube. 
Mm. Um, but again, like that that's when obviously I've got to give a shout out to uh, the big man Bood. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he he's answered a lot of questions for me when I've seen his videos and I've been like, Oh, um, you know, how how have you done that? What do you use to do this? Or, you know, how have you made that work like that? And it's um he's always got back to me and said, you know, it's not that hard and, and, and he's sort of talked me through it. So that's when I sort of moved back to YouTube, but I didn't want to leave the Twitch side of it alone either. Do you know what I mean? Because of obviously the mm-hmm. community side. So I feel like I started on YouTube when I probably should have started on Twitch and then gone to YouTube. Um, yeah. But instead I started on YouTube, went to Twitch and then I've sort of gone back to YouTube and still doing Twitch as well. So, um, yeah, like, so yeah, I completely agree with you. Like the, the community and, and the, uh, obviously the people and the help that you that is available in it as well. So yeah, to, to, to summarize, uh, the answer for Samo, it's the community aspect of of Twitch that's and just the community in general that this uh, made us start FM content. So we've also got one more from uh, JC. Um, as you do, he asks, "Why does Moses sound like a seventy-one-year-old Scottish woman?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's our one to answer, isn't it? Well, uh, <laughs> I've got a feeling it's because of all this um, vodka and iron brewery drinks. Oh and, yeah, cause and, he's got he's got the kegs at home. Yeah, and and obviously <laughs> haggis probably you know doesn't help with your uh, your your voice uh, not voice what's it called your vocal what? cords and oh, uh, yeah. you know the fat and crap in haggis. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what it is. But can mm. I just say he sounds like a soothing seventy-one year old <laughs> lady, Scottish lady. Scottish lady, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Jay. That that's your answer. We'll we'll see what uh really the reason behind that is uh, if Moza ever owns up to it. Uh, maybe he puts on a voice changer. We we'll, we'll, we never know. But we've saved um something for the last few minutes. Um, we'll try to get through it as fast as possible to not keep you guys at the pod for too long. Um, as we're already over the twenty-two minute mark. But we decided to go and cover the Champions League group stage that have been drawn for the eighteen nineteen season. Uh, as they have been done tonight um, when we are recording the pod. So we're going to start off with Group A. Uh, we've got Atletico Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Monaco and Club Bruges. How, who do you think is going to get out of that one? So are we doing this the way we did the World Cup one? So we're sort of Yeah, doing... we'll just... Right, so so can I just say Russia? Enough said. <laughs> right? So oh, we've got Lokomotiv Moscow in Group so... D, so... <laughs> so don't <laughs> laugh at me, okay? Um... No, but group group A, I think that's a tough group, really. Actually, isn't well, it? Well, yeah. Group well, a. out of the well, you've got three really good teams. Let's go Dortmund and Monaco. But yeah, they've got Club I, Bruges. I think Club will they, Bruges. Will they cause an upset? A... No, no, I can't. No, see it. no <laughs> can't um, see it. No, no. And that's someone who rooted for Russia to get out of the group stages. I mean, I mean, they're not <laughs> Russian, though. <laughs> no, I know. But what I'm saying is, I, 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 I go for the underdog. Do you know what I mean? But well, I don't think yeah, they've got any not chance. Not this time. No. So you've got Monaco, Dortmund, and Atletico Madrid. Who do you think is going to get the top two spots? I think probably. I think Atletico rum, rum. first. <laughs> yeah, and then I think <laughs> Dortmund. Oh, Dortmund, is it? Yeah. Hmm. I'll, say, I'll, I'll say go that with clenched teeth. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd go with Atletico first, then Monaco, and then Dortmund, and then Bruges at the end. Yeah, that that will be my prediction for for Group A. I don't know. I feel like Monaco's done a bit better on their transfer business. Um, that's that's the main reason why why I think they'll be strong. I mean, Dortmund signed what's what's your man's name, Paco Alcácer from uh, Barcelona there a few days ago. That was smooth. Um, that you said the that striker. Very smooth. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> Yeah, it was that smooth. <laughs> so that he's he's going to be the reason they come second in that group. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, group B, uh, we've got Barcelona, Tottenham, PSV, and Inter. Who who do you uh, see topping and being second in that group? Um, I think, I think it's going to be uh, Barcelona then Tottenham, and I think Inter will finish third. Yeah, and then PSV. But you've, yeah, you've kind of got the same situation as Group A. You've got three really good teams, and then you've got one. Well, Inter, Inter aren't um, as good as they used to be, are they? And that's the well, only reason no. why I've I've sort of dropped them down to to third. Um, otherwise, I would probably a few years ago, I probably would have said they would probably pip Tottenham. But I think in recent times, they're just PSV is definitely the the going to finish bottom of that group, unless well, barring a miracle, I reckon. Okay. Um, group C, you've got my beloved Liverpool in that. We've got Paris Saint-Germain, Napoli, Liverpool and Red Star Belgrade. Who who do you see uh, going first and <laughs> is that, second? Is that what that, that name is? Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's like in Serbian, but I mean, in English we'll say Red Star Belgrade. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was looking at it thinking I have no idea who they are. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I'm a Newcastle fan. I don't know... These teams don't know European teams. Not <laughs> no. used to European teams. No. So with um, that one, I think I'm going to go with Red Star finishing first. Oh then, yeah. Then PSG, of course. then Napoli, and then Liverpool <laughs> finishing. But no. Um, um, I think it's pretty tough to be honest. Yeah, it's the same. Like as PSG, first. I, I, I think you're probably seeing like either Liverpool or Napoli to be third. Yeah. Or, 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 but then or you're like, or a second, yeah. But then you're like PSG, PSG. It's like the name. It's a big name. It's supposed to top the group, but it's it's like a team you can beat. It's not a team that's unbeatable. And I think if you've got someone like Liverpool could could beat them, especially with their strike force and, and how they play. And well, now they haven't got players um, they've got now. Carriers. <laughs> now they haven't got Carriers in goal. They might do all right in the Champions League. Um, although you do have the goalkeeper who you who put chips eight goals past. <laughs> so, well. but to be fair, um, Liverpool last season, I, I, I really enjoyed watching Liverpool play. I think I think they, prob- I would probably go as far to say that attacking wise, they were even more entertaining for me personally than Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone can sort of keep up with Man City attacking wise, it's Liverpool. So, they could very well, like you said, they could they could probably get top if if it goes in their favour. Um, but I'd probably, I don't know, yeah, I'd probably say Paris Saint Germain just because. Yeah, you. Yeah, say and then top, like yeah. I said, I, I would probably go Liverpool. I mean, Napoli did Napoli lose third. like four or five nil against Liverpool in the pre-season, so <laughs> it's pre-season. Though. No, but I, I, I would, mean, and I they play their say, strong sides now. Yeah, I would probably say PSG and Liverpool for that one, um, barring a Liverpool bottle job, because yeah, we all know that as well know. as they can play, 
they, they can, can also well, they can just as well bottle job it. Yeah, but I but I want to say that I do. Liverpool were easily easily my my favourite team to watch last season, so I'm hoping mm. they can keep that up. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking as well. Paris Saint Germain, Liverpool, Napoli, and Red Star Belgrade. We'll see. I I would like to see uh, PSG down in Europa League though. I would very much like to see that. Okay, Group D, we move on to the Russians. They're in this group. We've got Lokomotiv Moscow, Porto, Schalke, and Galatasaray. Um, what's your prediction for uh, for that group? My prediction is that the top, <laughs> the, t- the the Group A, B, and C would have loved to have had one of each of them teams in there as well. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like this, I'm just looking at all the other. This is easy. This is this is like. This is, this is like a of, group. It's basically a group this is Europa of teams League that group. everybody would love to have. This this is this is the yes, these Europa four League. people are going to be in the Europa League before the quarterfinals. Um, <laughs> I want to say, I want to say Porto first. Mm-hmm. Schalke, or are you going for the Russian team? I was actually going for Galatasaray. Oh, as a Galatasaray. cheeky little outsider. <laughs> can, can we do? Can I do that? Can, can, can I mean, they be my Russia? I mean, I mean, put whoever you want, wherever you want, really. Yeah, I'm gonna go Group D: Porto, Galatasaray, and I think <laughs> Schalke, and then Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, I, I'm probably gonna say Porto, Schalke, Galatasaray, and Lokomotiv Moscow, but I do see Lokomotiv kind of getting third as well. I feel like they're good enough for a Europa League spot. Okay, Group E. We've got uh, a pretty tough one here, actually. Um, Bayern Munich, Benfica, Ajax, and AEK Athens. I think I, I disagree. I think Ajax and Bayern are pretty much going to top that group. Um, I think, but, but I mean, like first. Benfica is in there, so it's it's going to be a tight battle Benfi- for a second Benfica place with the, Ajax. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, but I've. I have only I only ever really see Benfica as a um, Europa League team. Yeah, they 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 seem to do well in the Europa League most seasons. Um, no doubt it's because they drop out of the Champions League, mm-hmm. but they seem to do well in it. So I don't know. I, I I'm I'm tempted to go Ajax second, Benfica third, and then Aek. Okay, I th- I'm going to go with Bayern, um, Benfica, Ajax, and Athens. Group F, we'll try and get through these uh, through three groups uh, as quickly as we can. Manchester City, Shakhtar Donetsk, Olympic Lyon and Hoffenheim. I think I think Man City have already won that group. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think they'll probably win every game uh, if if they're on form. Um Lyon will probably scrape through second, I think um mm-hmm. with Shakhtar just missing out maybe by a point, and then, and Hoffen- then Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim just yeah I don't think they'll do much. Like I said, disclaimer: I'm not <laughs> I'm a Newcastle fan. I don't do the Champions League or the Europa League, apart from a few <laughs> years ago when we got to the quarterfinals. I just want to say that, we, that did happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say Manchester City, and Shakhtar, Olympic Lyon, and Hoffenheim. So I'm going to go with the Ukrainian team getting second and getting out of that group. Group G, um, Real Madrid with the easiest group, um, no surprise to us. Um, Real Madrid, Roma, CSK, Moscow, and Victoria Pizan. 
Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much how it's going to finish. The way I mean, it's set yeah. up now, um, rigged. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, I think I I can't see anyone else. Um, I mean, I think Roma might upset Real Madrid, but I can't see him finishing first. They might yeah, get a draw I, I, against said. Madrid or something, but yeah. I think the other two are just already out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as you said, I'm pretty sure it's going to end just like it is there. Um, okay, Group H, we've got Juventus, United, Valencia and Young Boys. Mm, um, I'm going to go Juventus. Cristiano back at the Old Trafford. And I'm going to go Valencia second. Oh, no United. 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 Mourinho's going to be gone, mate. Yeah. <sighs> uh, United will finish third, I reckon. Um, and young boys, obviously, they're just they're just in there to make up the numbers. I mean, if Brighton can beat United, everyone, anybody can. <laughs> I just feel like this. this is like... The weakest United team I've seen, and I think as well as well as that, like I feel like they don't have any players willing to play for the club. Like I, f- I, feel I mean, like... on paper, on paper, it's a very strong team, but then yeah. when you look at it in, on the on the pitch, it's really terrible. Well, they've got arguably the best the best goalkeeper in the world. They've got oh, arguably the, world, yeah, arguably the best midfielder in the world, and then you know, just you no know attacking I mean? football, nothing like. Nobody yeah, really wants to play for him. No, they don't. They don't. They don't want to play. Like Pogba, he's he's not he's not interested at all. I've not seen. I, I've seen a few United games in the last uh, couple of seasons. Not. I don't watch them religiously, like. But um, <laughs> if they're on if they're on Sky, and I don't like to talk about games that are on match of the day because you don't see the full spec of the game. But when the when I've seen a full games of Man United, Pogba is not. I, I don't. I don't see the. Be I, well, I don't see the thing. I don't see the thing about him. I the don't desire. see what. I, yeah, no. I don't see what people like him for. Like he's got. He's. He's. I, I'm. I'm sure he's got something because otherwise he wouldn't oh, yeah. be where he is. But I've never seen it. I've never ever seen it, and I think. Um, if I was Mar- if I was Mourinho, I'd put. I'd play Fellaini over him any day. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. At least his work rates up. Do you know what I mean? At least he plays. Hard his hair out, yeah. But Pogba, it, it's like if he if if a ball goes past him and he can't automatically reach it, it's someone else's problem. Um, yeah. And I don't think De Gea wants to be there anymore either. I think mm. it's been clear for the last few years that he doesn't want to be there. Um, and I, I think Mourinho. I think the problem with with Man United, and we're going off on a tangent here, but just quickly, I think the problem <laughs> with Man do. United, yeah, I think the problem with Man United is that it's a when when Fergie was there, it was like no one's bigger than the club. You're all playing mm. for the club, the the badge on the shirt. You're playing for the shirt. Mourinho's the complete opposite. Like he's got, and it's it's kind of like the way of the times as well with with the players that, that of the these day and ages where they've all got to be big egos. They've all got to oh, yeah. you know think they're the best of they're the best. But mm. I think with Mourinho, Mourinho. Is the ego? He wants to be the ego. So yeah. where where a lot of other managers are sort of like trying to play play players down and say, you know, you're not, you know, you're not the biggest thing here. The club is, you know, Mourinho's like, you're not the biggest thing here. I am. Do you know what I mean like the club's not even an issue? Mm-hmm. So when you've got an egotistical manager like Mourinho, 
you don't really have a chance of not getting egotistical players. Do you know what I mean? Because they're all going to think, well, I'm here for a reason. Um, but I don't know. I just I, I like Mourinho, and I'm not I, I, I'm not a I'm not one of these people that are like I don't think like my brother being a Man City fan, he's like you can't play football defensively. Like mm-hmm. you, football should be played exciting and attacking and what and it, 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 we've got Newcastle have got City this week and he's like oh you know you can't what you're saving your players for us so you can park the bus against us and I keep trying to say to him you can play defensive football it's a tactical game you don't always have to throw everything at the at the at the goal do you know what I mean like but so I, I don't actually not rate Mourinho I just feel like he's not the best manager in this day and age at the minute because he can't practice what he preaches you know, it's like he's bringing in players with big egos, but he can't control them. Yeah. So your final final prediction is Juventus, Valencia, United and Young Boys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's gonna, what you're going yeah. with. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to go with Juventus, United, Valencia, and Young Boys. Um, I, know, I think United are better than Valencia and Young Boys, even though they might be having some problems right now. Um, yeah, but I'd, then I'd, that could I'd, change I'd, depending if they're if if Jose leaves and they hire somebody else and then everyone has to adapt to a new yeah. manager and things like that. Like so. you said about Man United are the better team than Valencia. There's no doubt about that. And on paper, they're definitely the better team than Valencia. But I just feel like, <clears throat> like you said, they they lost to Brighton. Mm. I just feel like there's there's a lot going on there that's clearly not visible in everyone's eyes. And I feel like... That might cost them, and that probably will be the end of Mourinho. To be fair, mm. yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens in the uh, coming weeks. Obviously, we've got the international break coming up soon. So, if anyone is going to get fired, it's probably going to be then when teams do have the two weeks to sort out a replacement. So, we thank you very much once again for listening to this fire to the poll. We're about forty minutes near the. Um, in around uh, this week thank you very much to everyone that dropped in question was fantastic answering your question we might do this sort of Q&A little session again um, uh, maybe later on down the line uh, also give us on Twitter as well comment under the tweet when we post out uh, what, 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 who do you guys think is going to win the uh, Champions League give us uh, your predictions on Twitter and in the Discord if you want to and uh, we'll start plugging away Carl do you want to kick us off um, with your plugs Yep, uh, YouTube and Twitch, KyleXFM, and Twitter, KyleXAFM, and I'm not going to go into it this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at the Mazala FM, and then on Twitch, um, Mazala FM, and that's pretty much it. Um, from me, remember to join the Absolute FM Discord. You can find uh, the Absolute FM Twitter um at fm absolute just search that up and you'll find it and no bother and we'll see you guys next week bye bye peace out